0: You wanted the best online sports book? That's easy. It's mybookie.ag. They got the easiest website layout, the best odds, amazing customer service, and payouts in only two business days. Check out mybookie.ag for yourself and then sign up using promo code WCE50 for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter
1: at GaryWCE. I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at Chris B. Giannini.
0: And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out.
1: Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Can you? I've been watching it for 40 years. 40, 40 years. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now, for your hosts,
0: Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything podcast number 200. That's right. The 200th episode that we've done this is pretty awesome. Uh, it's Thursday, March 1st edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Uh, This is our 200th episode. It is our first ever split-screen, midday Facebook Live podcast. So before I explain what's going on on the show today, uh, Sean Miller in Arizona have a press conference today, uh, and it's supposed to be at 1.30 Central Time, which will be right in the middle of us doing this. Uh, It's regarding the wiretaps, et cetera. People are speculating he may lose his job or be put on administrative leave. Before we do anything, Chris, I want to get your opinion on this. I think he's going to denounce the rumors. Um, he's going to say there's absolutely no truth to them. He's going to maybe announce a lawsuit against ESPN, and he's going to continue coaching this season. Uh, well, what do you think is going to happen here?
1: I think something like that's going to happen until Arizona fires him. And the reason being is because I don't know how this happened. I don't know who his agent is, but we all need that guy. Yeah. If he gets fired four calls. Never seen this before in the history of coaching then his buyout is bigger than if he gets fired not for cause.
0: Now, if you don't have proof right now, then would it make sense that they go on and fire him with no proof right now? Because like, right now there would be no cause.
1: I would. It's cheaper to fire him without cause than it is with cause.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty insane. His agent, how did uh, that happen? How, hey, how you did got me. Happen? You got me. I have no idea. No, hey, I If you did.
1: ever find a reason, a logical reason, where I have broken the law or I have done something heinous enough for you to fire me with calls, <laughs> you got to pay me more, <laughs> more money. It than it if doesn't you make any sense. Just want to stop being your coach. That's, there's there's something
0: crazy about that, and I don't know what it is. Like I don't know how they ended up doing this. Whatever
1: athletic director was that signed that contract should be fired if he's employed anyway. Oh, they're insane. Like, that's, that's all it
0: is. That's, that's the only way that this – I just – I can't even begin to – I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But I think he's going
1: to keep I, – no, I think he's going to try to keep working until the school tells him he can't.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, I'd, I'd be good with that. Um, because if and when they fire him, he gets paid. I, I hope he continues coaching because I think it will make for an incredibly interesting NCAA tournament. I think more people are going to tune in, or tune in for, um, for these Arizona games than they ever have before, just to see him on the bench. You know? Yeah, and I don't know what they'll right. be expecting, but either way. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about this on today's show. We're going to start reading a passage from uh, a top five urban radio song to start out every show. Today I'm going to read from number one song, God's Plan, by Drake. It's going to be awesome. Uh, You're going to do Mondays. I'm going to do Thursdays. Uh, Pizza Hut replaces Papa John's as the official pizza of the NFL, and NFL uh, uh, pass interference rules may be changing, so we've got to talk about that. Amazon Prime has picked up non-exclusive U.S. rights to UFC pay-per-view events, and that starts this Saturday. Uh, SEC basketball has one game left. The standings are starting to clear up a little bit. We'll talk about that. Uh, We've got a ton of interesting little blurbs that we're going to get into. Um, We'll talk SEC football, Mountain West Conference expansion, uh, Nate Robinson and boosters, uh, more info about ESPN's report on Arizona coach Sean Miller, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then we're going to talk about the American Flag Football League. Uh, This is a real thing. They now have a television partner. Uh, And then we're going to reminisce about how Winning Cures Everything started uh, 199 episodes ago so before we get rolling, though, we are already six minutes into this thing. Uh, If you're watching on Facebook, help us out. Hit that share button. Uh, It's on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. or Maybe it's that way. I'm not sure which way I'm pointing. Um, Let's see. And then, of course, if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, et cetera, hit the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Um, Don't forget, every 25 reviews we get, we're donating to St. Jude or Le Bonheur. If you're joining us on Facebook today, feel free to comment. We'll answer as many questions as we can. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with, uh, with reading from the song. All right, so uh, today's song, Drake, God's Plan, I'm just going to do one verse. All right, so Chris, on Monday, you'll get to do one verse. Uh, I've been moving calm. Don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you're loving on me. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They're going to tell the story shit was different with me. I like it. I like it. We got to start doing this all the time. <laughs> we, we don't have to. We don't oh, have we to. absolutely should, though. <laughs> all right. Pizza Hut is the new official pizza sponsor of the NFL. They replaced Papa John's. The deal is actually for more money. Does that surprise you? No, not at all. All right, aside from the fact that the NFL is going to be making more money off the deal, they will end up in more than double the locations. Pizza Hut has twice as, or more than twice as many locations as Papa John's. That means more exposure for the league, et cetera. Uh, do you see any reason why the NFL didn't actually get a better deal out of this? Like, it, it, is, there, is there any negative to this?
1: No, and and this is just going on. I'm telling you, I've been saying it ever since everyone started screaming. The NFL ratings are gonna hurt, and this and another. We need to stop singing that song, man. That's just not how these people make money.
0: It's yeah, not. no. Since
1: since the, the lowest ratings, ratings in, in the last like decade, and they got a bigger TV deal for the Thursday night game, the crappiest game of the week. And they just got more money from a new sponsor who, guess what? I want to get in the NFL game. I do not care that your ratings yeah. are bad. Well, since the
0: decline in ratings due, some say, to the anthem protests, the NFL has brokered a bigger deal for Thursday Night Football, that's now with Fox, and a better sponsorship deal for their official pizza
1: brand. A pizza. And like, guess guess is there what? anything no, if that don't can think go? you their beer sponsorships are for sale and their chip <laughs> sponsorships are for sale and their Coke sponsorships, all that other stuff, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, there's nothing that can kill this brand. No. Like, it's, it's the biggest brand in the world right now. That's right. And so, uh, staying on the NFL, there's a possible rule change being discussed that would change the pass interference rule to a 15-yard penalty from the original spot as opposed to it being a spot foul. And by spot foul, we mean if you throw it 40 yards down the field and that's the you throw the it to the end zone,
1: it's on the one.
0: Yeah, it's on the one-yard line. Um, how do you feel about this?
1: I do not like this rule. I don't understand. Now, I'm not always sold on it should be a spot foul either. I don't know why what what football god came down and said we cannot penalize people more than 15 yards. I just don't well, understand it. And, and see,
0: I like the 15 yards because it if you make a mistake, it's not going to cost you immediately, right? Like it, it will it, cost you as far as the first cost down. it you
1: immediately, though, shouldn't it? I don't, guy, I don't believe on, that. If a guy's about to catch a touchdown pass that's a 40-yard bomb and you tackle him instead, and now it's only a 15-yard pass interference and automatic first down, then then that just gives defenses all the opportunity to just tackle folks.
0: I think it makes the offense have to work a little bit harder. And we will all see of the uglier,
1: lower-scoring games. Because Which is
0: this. totally fine because you have to give the defense something, right? The, all of the rules in the NFL have been going towards the offense, right? Because they want more scoring. They want all this. You've got to give the defense some kind of leeway.
1: I get it, but, but at the same time, my problem is why are we stuck on the number 15? That's
0: a good question. I think if you started doing 20, to that's a fifth of, of the field.
1: The helmets? That we need we need far more egregious than 15.
0: Because well, it's but not they, they have more them. than that because a kid can actually get, you know, a kid can get thrown out of a game for that. So McKinnon chimes in. He said, Chris has this one right. One of the very few things the NFL has right on rules. I don't agree with McKinnon at all. I like the 15 yards. So I just
1: don't understand why we have to be 15. If you don't want to make it a spot foul, if it's a 40-yard pass, then it should be a 20-yard penalty. If it's a 30-yard pass, when the foul occurs, then, then then I'm saying that we'll cut the sideline in half with a minimum of 15 yards. So if they do a fifteen a 50-yard bomb, it's a 25-yard penalty. It you don't have to put it on the one. Okay. I'm, not, okay. I'm not saying that. I just want to know why we drew this arbitrary line that said there can be no penalties bigger than 15 yards. Some of these helmet-to-helmets that we've seen, some of these targeting calls that we've seen, are absolutely brutal. And the fact that all of it is is a 15 yard penalty and we move on with our day, but they lost the best player on their team, why can't it be a 30 yard penalty? Why can't you say, we're going to make this hurt? If you continue to do it, we're going to make it hurt.
0: I, okay, I
1: can see where you're going with this. Because guys don't give a damn about fines, they just don't see, care. You're, so you you're talking about targeting and with And hit them with a $3,000 fine. No one cares.
0: You're talking well, it, it, so make the fines bigger for one. Uh,
1: no, for no, two, no, no. Get the fines out of the game. You want to find somebody, suspend them for a game. Now they get a game check. That's well, a lot of people.
0: Dollars. A lot of times they have been suspended for a game. Rob Gronkowski yeah, right. last you're year right. had one. But
1: but hang on, dirty hang on. plays. So you so you headhunt my team. Do I give a damn that you lose your best player for the Bills next week? No, I don't care. No, I want it to hurt now.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so let's move on from I that. Just,
1: I never had a problem with the pass interference calls just because bad DBs should not be rewarded for bad play. And all this is going to do is make mediocre DBs look better.
0: And I see McKinnon chimes in again. He said, uh, hell, Auburn did it to Alabama several times this year and could have easily been the difference in pass interference calls for the game. Uh, those receivers uh, outdid Auburn all day but they picked and chose their battles to give up 15 instead of 60. Correct. And that's the thing. Like, your offense Correct. has to be more than just one play, right? Like, that's that's why I like the 15. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not okay, though. There are a lot of teams that will run the ball, 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 and most of their offenses get those safeties up front and then, bam, over the top, one play, 60-yard touchdown. That's not that's not a bad offense. You shouldn't penalize No, them no, bad. no, I'm with you. I'm with you, but you're but, but you're going to penalize
0: those teams for that. I'm I'm fine, like I said, because you're giving them a first
1: down, you're moving them 15 yards. I like that. Like now, I, and I now the end I games, it. the end of games is going to be a lot more boring too, because I know once, you're probably once right, the right clock about that. clock goes down, now you can no longer get in the scoring position really quick. You just tackle the guy. If you have to kick the ball back to a great quarterback like a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers, now all you do is just tackle their guy, and all they can do is get 15 yards, 15 yards, 15 yards, and if there's only you know, 90 seconds left, a minute and a half left, they don't have time to go down the field on you. Yeah,
0: that's, that think, is an interesting I aspect. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see which way they go with this because I, I see it from a defensive perspective, um, but you're making points for the offense. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I
1: get, I get we've got to give the defense of something. They got to be more creative. They can't just say we're just gonna. All they're doing now is making mediocre DBs look real good. I like your I like your half the, half the distance,
0: right? So like, yeah. if it's a forty yard bomb, make it twenty yards. Yeah,
1: you know, well, like just don't nothing know under why fifteen. We yards. an Arbitrary line. Somebody came down and said we'll never have a penalty more than fifteen yards. And so that, I, that's just I, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I say, I
0: say, fifteen yards is the minimum. Minimum. And then because anything over 15 is still going to be 15 unless you get up to like 32 yards, and that'll be 16. Yeah. And then 35 right. yards will be whatever. So, right.
1: And I, you can see where the guy was tackled at. You threw the flag. He, yeah. he was tackled on this yardage. Move it up a little further. I
0: like it. I like it. There'll be a lot of replays, but it, that's all right in this case. I'm good with uh,
1: that. they got to make the replay just go faster. That's all. That's easy.
0: Yeah, it's, it, those things shouldn't take, shouldn't take too long. Uh, next up. UFC 222 featuring uh, Cyborg versus Kunitskaya. I'm hoping I say that right. I, I don't know how to say this girl's name. And uh, Frankie Edgar and uh, uh, Brian Ortega. It's going to be available on Amazon Prime starting this Saturday. right? And it's 64.99 on Prime. Uh, along with that, Fox is reportedly upping their media rights deal with UFC. It's going to be $200 million a year. As opposed to the 120 million dollars a year, are these deals surprising to you at all? Like Amazon's paying an unspecified amount, but I would imagine it's 150 million yeah. or something. The, um,
1: the dollar figures are, are 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 kind of baffling to me. I, yeah, we talked about this before. USC they don't have any stars. What are you buying? No,
0: it's in the past year and a half you haven't had a McGregor fight, so. There's nothing that anybody really gets into, right? We have talked about the biggest of the, stars,
1: of the fights going now. I think their dollar amount is wrong in in what the market would pay. Like you and I have talked about this, and this stuff was 30, $40, bucks, we'd buy it. But I'm yeah. not paying seventy or eighty. I'm just, I'm just. It's, the product's just not good.
0: No, if it's if it's fifty bucks, maybe, and there's a couple of decent fights on there that you want to see. Yeah. then that's cool. But it, but it if they, jumped if they up they to sixty-five down
1: to thirty or forty dollars. I think they would double. Their pay-per-views. You might be right about that. Um, and they just give up a few dollars per, but
0: you make a lot more. Do you think that they will get more pay-per-view buys now that they are available on Amazon?
1: No, because I don't think it's the I don't think it's the cord cutters not having a, an ability to buy it. I think the price is not good enough for people to want it.
0: Now, sixty-five bucks is a lot for for fighters that I don't know. Yes, right. For Dukes, like I know you don't Frankie
1: know Edgar you're tuning in, hoping that you see a good fight.
0: Right, I I know Edgar and I know Cyborg. I don't know who they're fighting. Yeah, like so. While I might want to watch them, like I'll watch Conor McGregor fight anybody. Oh yeah. But, but other than that, I don't know that there's anybody that I'm super interested in. Like nope. if if Bones Jones comes back, absolutely. Like Daniel yeah. Cormier has yeah. got a fight, but I don't know. So I I know this weekend I'm interested in uh, in a boxing match because Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz are getting after it, and that has been a lot more entertaining than anything the UFC has put out in a long time.
1: Yeah, I just, like I said, it all comes down to me on dollar amounts. What's the volume? Yeah. If if it was cheaper, I would get these fights where I don't know people, and then I would learn who they are because I'd watch them fight a couple of times.
0: Yeah, and that's what the UFC tries to do, right? They do this with their UFC fight nights on Fox and, and et cetera, et cetera. But it's but not But we watched enough. a couple
1: of those, and we, yeah. we enjoyed them.
0: They were good. And they didn't cost yeah, us good. anything. Like I, I definitely watch Eric Anders fight again. Yeah. Um, I'd i watch some of the what was the, uh, the guy's name that we love so much. They had the big old mustache. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that dude's name. The not uh, uh, Leoto Machida is uh, is like a legend. Yeah. He's the yeah. one that fought Anders. But whatever this guy's name was, yeah. I'll have to go back and look it up. But he was he was entertaining, even though he lost. That's uh, right. If you I'd can,
1: fight. I'd watch those guys again.
0: Yeah, if you can lose and still entertain me, I'm in.
1: I'm and totally we have never known about them had that been a pay-per-view, but it was a, a free Fox fight, and we watched it. It was awesome. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's move on to uh, the
0: SEC Basketball Conference Tournament that's uh, that's right around the corner. Every team has one conference game left. Uh, the standings are beginning to sort themselves out. Uh, here are the standings right now. Auburn is first, tied with Tennessee at 12-5. Auburn won the head-to-head. So uh, they would have the number one seed if they both win this weekend. Uh, Auburn hosts South Carolina. We'll, we'll get into the games. Arkansas, Kentucky, and Florida are all tied at three, uh, with ten and seven records. Kentucky and Florida play this weekend, so one of them will. Uh, both of them beat Arkansas, so Arkansas's best shot is at you know a four seed. Yeah. Three. We'll uh, yeah. Uh, Mississippi State, Missouri are both at nine and eight right now. Uh, Texas A&M and Alabama are both eight and nine. They play this weekend. Georgia and LSU are seven and ten each. Uh, so is South Carolina. Uh, Ole Miss is five and twelve. Vanderbilt is five and twelve. Uh, it is interesting. So Saturday, every single game has seed implication, right? Kentucky, Florida at 11 a.m. Mississippi State, LSU at 12 p.m. Alabama, Texas A&M at 1 p.m. South Carolina-Auburn at 2.30, Arkansas-Missouri, and Georgia at Tennessee at 5 p.m., and then Vandy and Ole Miss at 7.30. Every one of these games will determine a seed. I have never seen this happen. Have you ever seen something like this?
1: No, the SEC's been a lot of fun. I mean, you know, the last couple of weeks starting to follow it a lot closer, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting good. Yeah, it's, it's getting it, – and I don't
0: know if any of them are actually good or not, so I talked with Peter Burns about that on Monday. I don't know if anybody is actually good or if they're all just average teams.
1: Like, their their RPIs are great, but that might have just been like a scheduling quirk, right? I've I, I watched Auburn a couple of times. I like them. I think they're really good. And,
0: and See, but there's 3 good. they've lost three of their last four.
1: Yeah, after they
0: lost the big dude. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what to – what to make of any of this? I think the conference tournament is going to be insane. Yeah. So, and I, I'm worried a little bit that Kentucky has found uh, their mojo, uh, but they got you to of Florida. I'm- oh yeah, it's just a matter of time. I mean, they lost that. They lost four straight in the middle, and who knows, right? Like, who knows what's going to happen now? Uh, but I like this. Arkansas seems to be playing really well. Florida's playing really well. Kentucky's playing well. Uh, Tennessee, like after they got rocked at Alabama a couple of weeks ago they've won every game since other than, well they lost to Georgia the week after but i mean they have just been rolling they be look mississippi state had lost one game in starkville all year and tennessee went in there the other night and won by 22 yeah smoked like yeah just smoked them so there there's a lot to get into on that i'm i'm curious uh, what's going to happen go to the website winningcureseverything.com. i've got uh, a story up about what the tournament looks like right now uh what espn projects it to look like Uh, and then I've got a listing of all the games from this weekend. Uh, Let's move on to some SEC slash college sports news and whatnot. ton of stuff going on. ton of stuff, and we'll just hit on each one, like each little blip as we go. Texas A&M System Chancellor John Sharp gave Jimbo Fisher a national championship plaque with a blank year for a title that he has not even won yet. Do you think that Texas A&M – knows how this stuff is going to play out in the media, or do they just not
1: care? I don't know, man. I, I can't. Like, why are you still selling the guy? He's here. You've paid yeah. more money than any coach has ever been paid in the history of this game, and he's he's already yours. Well, you, you don't have to keep wooing him. You don't have to keep you
0: know, no. sucking up to him. It's, uh, my buddy Brad Blackwood hit me up today and, and sent me the video of it, and he said, uh, you know Jimbo's got to be going, what in the world have I gotten myself into? He brought up an interesting topic because you know that whole, that seventy-five million dollar deal is fully guaranteed. Yeah, he said, if I were Jimbo, I'd go in and just tank the next two seasons, and get fired and not ever have to work again.
1: No, but yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. What I, is Jimbo? He's that's like fifty-something years old. Work, yeah, I like, know, I know. It's it's not the reason, how they. The reason they're great at what they do is because they're competitors. Yeah. No, with Tarnas' his legacy, that matters more to him than the money does right now. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You're yeah. right about
0: that. Um, Sirius XM Radio is starting a new SEC radio channel. Our buddy Peter Burns and LSU great Marcus Spears are doing the 7 10 a.m. Eastern Time show. Uh, radio is is really turning into a niche market rather than just national college sports uh, which they've already got. Now they're going even deeper into like conferences, right? So the yeah. first one will be the SEC radio network. Uh, it kind of proves that the SEC network was a good idea for ESPN, right? Yeah, it was, it was a good bet. Do you foresee like a, a Big Ten channel or a, or a Pac-12 channel, anything like that for radio? Oh yeah,
1: from from serious. Yeah. Yes. Really. Yeah. I think they're all going to end up having them. Um, I mean, I told you back in the day when TuneIn went, went with Auburn. Yeah, I think every individual school is going to eventually have stuff like that. Well, see, now Alabama's
0: got the Crimson Tide Sports Network. I think Florida has theirs and whatnot. But you'll end up with all of them, and that's yeah. just TuneIn, right? So it's a lot easier for internet radio as opposed yeah. to trying to find live programming. for no, but courses. serious.
1: See, oh, yeah, but the Pack, but the the Power Five conferences all have fan bases big enough to to you know satisfy all the viewers across the country or all the listeners across the country from Sirius.
0: The next thing that I want to hit on is Missouri. Uh, Missouri announced that their athletic uh, department is now operating in the red. Um, We talked about this before. We talked about the the protests at Missouri. Uh, They didn't want to go out and spend a bunch of money and whatnot. Their spending has gone up almost – like a hundred percent since they joined the SEC, and what they're getting back as far as the SEC network and and all of their media deals and whatnot, it's a lot, but it's not what they're actually spending. Uh, that, along with their football program, um, is is in the tank right now. Right, like it, they played better last year; they made it to a bowl yeah. game, but uh, their season tickets are down. Uh, their basketball program has been awful for the last few years, but they just popped up and, and they look pretty good this year with Quanze Martin. They just hired a new coach. Is there any way for Missouri to adjust? Right. So Texas A and M adjusted fine because they're used to spending that kind of money. Yeah, Missouri. Had
1: budget. Yeah,
0: in Missouri, like the when they were in the Big Twelve, their athletic department budget was like sixty something million dollars. It is now well over a
1: hundred. Did did those numbers surprise you at all? Yeah, I've, I'm going to bet that there's a lot of waste. I'm going to bet this is not all of just trying to go to make athletics better. Okay, I'm, I'm going to bet if you were to really comb through their numbers, you've got people skimming off the top that, that are taking a lot of money. Because forget about season tickets, forget about any of that. The TV money they're getting from the SEC network should be enough to keep them afloat. The, yeah. Their share of the bowl.
0: Uh, Chris, I think I lost you, buddy. Yeah. To, uh, to keep
1: them And then you're talking about the same thing for, for you know, uh, the basketball tournament and the way that goes. The SEC is, I don't know how every other conference does it, but we split the money 14 ways. Yeah. We just do. And so you don't have to be great. Look at Vanderbilt. You know, it'd be great to print money in this conference. So somehow, some way, they are misappropriating the way they're spending their money badly. Well, they, they claim that they are having
0: to spend that much in order to stay competitive in this league.
1: But but they're, but I assure you, that their coaches are cheaper than everybody else's coaches. Yeah, right now, for sure. Their facilities are not as nice or as, as great as everybody else's facilities. So, where are you spending the extra $40 million? You got me. That, that's the question. Things that are not going towards the product, which tells me somebody or large sums of somebody got the hand in the cookie jar. And if everybody do, takes a little bit, a lot disappears.
0: I do want to see what Gary Pinkle was making when he was the coach compared to what Barry Odom is making because oh, I, I think don't Gary think there's Pinkle much of a difference. was
1: making five.
0: No, 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 no. He wasn't making close to that. So yeah. I want to say he was making about what Barry Odom is making.
1: Okay, do you think the assistants are making as much as Barry Odom was making when he was an assistant? Doubtful.
0: I, I doubt it. I don't either. But I, I do wonder if, you know, they're trying to upgrade facilities, like, to catch up. I wonder if all of well, this now, stuff now, is coming in at the same time. Well, now, if they're doing
1: construction, then your budget's always going to go up. But once the yeah. construction's completed, it'll all level out. You should based on budget, now we're getting into boring talk, but you've amortize that money out. So like if I spend a hundred million dollars today to update facilities, that hundred million dollars doesn't hit this year's budget. Like that hundred million dollars is amortized across twenty years.
0: Yeah. Okay, that makes so, sense.
1: So so only five million would hit this year's budget if if that's how you were doing that. That's not that's not how it works. So Well the biggest
0: the biggest issue is that donations are way down. Oh they they uh, should season pay. ticket. yeah, season tickets are way down. They should be. Uh, yeah, the product is bad. Yeah. And and Vanderbilt has found a way to make this work, but they they are not staying competitive, right? Yeah. Vanderbilt just likes to be a part of this league. That's right. And so I'm wondering if Missouri goes the Vanderbilt route or if they really try and and continue competing, because when they came in, they had a good product, they had good players. You know what was it? The second, uh, third, and fourth years they were here. They made it to. Oh no, I think it was yeah. 2012 was the first year, and then 2013, 2014, they made it to the SEC championship game, yep. and they got blown out. But,
1: but they yeah, were still they still beat the East, which wasn't great, but it didn't matter. Here, here's but this this is where my problem is. You you don't. You can't piss away that much money without us seeing where it went. Like you would yeah. see they're doing facility updates. You would see that they're doing some of the other things that the other schools are doing. It ain't the donations, man. I promise you, and it's not the no, you, tickets. The amount you might be of money right. they make off of the SEC network, their share of it in the bowls, hundreds of millions of dollars. You can't piss that away. You just can't. Somebody's taking it.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm looking to see if they have announced anything at this Sean Miller press. It doesn't look like they have because that's been going on for a few minutes now. Yeah. Um, so nothing, nothing there yet. Uh, let's move on to, uh, Sean Miller. Um, it was reported last night that, uh, he and the school may be looking to file a lawsuit against ESPN. Do you ever remember there being a lawsuit filed against ESPN for a false report?
1: No. Um, I know that the Patriots considered doing it.
0: Now, what what did they consider doing it for?
1: Um, the gate stuff, and then this yeah. past uh, year with the uh, um, there's a rift and everybody's hating each other thing. Okay. Okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, talks, talks came up on – I mean, Kraft's not going to ever do it, but – he just wants to let them know, you know, we're not happy. Yeah, that makes sense. We see you um, making stuff up.
0: Yeah, it, and that's
1: what it kind of feels like. Like, Mark Lebow is a great reporter. Right? Now, let me ask you a question, though. Wait a minute. What is okay. the SI report that broke it? Why would they sue
0: ESPN? Uh, no, no, no. The SI report had nothing to do with Sean Miller. And it wasn't SI. It was Yahoo Sports. Um, okay, yeah, it was Yahoo. That's right. But, but ESPN had the report of – Sean Miller is on a wiretap offering $100,000 okay. for okay. DeAndre. Aiden. I thought
1: that was all a part of the Yahoo report.
0: No, no, no. This was completely separate. The Yahoo thing had nothing to do with Sean Miller or Arizona. Like, DeAndre Aiden's name wasn't even in that. What makes Look, it I, interesting... I know
1: ESPN's been catching a lot of crap lately, but th- no way they could just make this many stories up every season just trying to get clicks. I mean, it, I mean it, it's possible if they're that desperate, but it's it's possible. That's dangerous, man. That is super
0: dangerous. Uh, here's, here's the first thing from it. Sean Miller is wearing an Arizona polo shirt. Uh, he's at the podium. He says, I have done nothing wrong. Uh, his statement says, while I've done nothing wrong, I am responsible for the men's basketball program and am sickened that we are in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. So he's coming out and refuting everything about this. Yeah. Um, but they have not announced uh, whether or not he's going to be put on administrative leave or anything. So, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm, I'm very curious to see uh, where they go from here. Um, the next thing up, uh, the last little bit, is uh, the Mountain West uh, confirms that they have talked expansion. And they have talked expansion with Gonzaga. So this would be basketball only. Gonzaga would move from the West Coast Conference to the Mountain West Conference. Do you think this is a good thing for Gonzaga? Uh,
1: probably. I think in, they've in got the, better
0: rights deals and whatnot with, yeah, uh, with BYU,
1: Mountain West. Yeah, BYU
0: in uh, the Mountain West? Are they uh, the BYU, BYU is, is in the – well, they're in the Mountain West in basketball.
1: Basketball, okay. i so, sorry, not basketball.
0: I'm sorry, football. Football. It, uh, no, 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 BYU is an independent. BYU is in the same conference with Gonzaga right now. So the Mountain West uh, – let me go and pull this up. Um, let's see.
1: So I was trying to think if they could get some better competition, then maybe it would help their RPI to get better seating in the tournament year in and year out. I don't know.
0: The Mountain West has Air Force, Boise State, Colorado State, Fresno, Hawaii, Nevada, New Mexico, San Diego State, San Jose State, UNLV, Utah State, and Wyoming. I don't know that this really – Changed that, Yeah, I don't know that it changes much. Um, I think they might have some teams that have better RPIs. But But, in the West uh, Coast Conference, they've got St. Mary's and BYU.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, it can't help too much.
0: I don't know that the only reason I see them do this is is money, right? Like Wichita State, it helped them as far as giving them a tougher schedule. Yes. As far as this one goes, I don't know that this toughens the schedule at all.
1: No. That's really strange. But how would it be more money, too? Because unless they get a share of the football money, which they shouldn't, then surely the Mountain West Basketball Conference isn't getting more money than you wouldn't think so? No. But I don't I mean I would think St. Mary's and BYU would bring in enough money with Gonzaga to be able to carry any basketball conference.
0: When the West Coast Conference is carried on ESPN.
1: Yeah.
0: Mountain West is carried on CBS Sports Network. So, and I think that ESPN or Fox, one or the other might have some games. Yeah. But the, the majority of the deal is ESPN for West Coast, and Mountain West is CBS Sports. I don't know. So, that's pretty really strange. Yeah, that's a, that's a strange one to me, too. Um, let's talk about the, uh, the upstart American flag football league, the AFFL, which a lot of people would tell you this is the direction the football is going anyway, right? So the league uh, begins next month. It's, well, next month. I, I believe it starts at the end of March. Um, They'll have 11 games broadcast by the NFL Network between June 29th and July 19th. It is a single elimination tournament with 128 teams of amateurs. Um, In the summer, the top amateur teams that have advanced will match up against four teams of former professional athletes. Now listen to these names. all right? You've got Michael Vick, Chad Johnson, Nate Robinson, and Carlos Boozer. Additional players will be announced at a later date. The final of the top pro team versus the top amateur team will take place July 19th. The winning team will take home $1 million. It is a seven-on-seven seven field on a regulation-size 100-yard field. The league is taking applications for amateur teams through March 8th. What do you think about this?
1: This is insane. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really know. I'm really shocked that it's on the, uh, the NFL Network. When you said it had a TV deal, I was thinking I, some, like, you're, you know. I, I think they're looking the, for content. The Ocho. Like you, you got to have
0: some kind of content. I love that. Nice nice dodgeball reference there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ESPN, The Ocho. Um, it, I, I, I think that all of these TVs, st- there's so many stations now, they're all looking for content, Right.
1: Yeah, but the fact that it's going to be played in the summertime is, like, right when um, the NFL Network would be covering, like, camps and, you know, preseason games and things like that. Maybe not preseason games, but the run up to preseason. Let's see. And all that stuff. Here's an
0: update on our Sean Miller stuff. Uh, Gary Parrish tweets, Sean Miller is going to continue coaching Arizona's men's basketball team despite ESPN reporting that he's been caught on a wiretap discussing a pay-for-play, pay-for-play scheme with Christian Dawkins about DeAndre 8. Miller said the report is false and that no such conversation ever happened. Now, there's nothing about a lawsuit or anything like that, but it would not surprise me to see something like that happen because they have Arizona's already lost two five-star commitments for next year's class because of this.
1: So let me ask you a question. Okay. I don't know. A lot about how this would work if if it went to a lawsuit and you sued espn for obscene amounts of money because of it okay the only way for espn to win that lawsuit would be to expose their source and show in in the courtroom where they got the information from right Right. How I, I have a feeling that they would settle outside of court. There you go. So why would you just I, – I would just sue them just for the hell of it because it's a free money grab. You know they can't give up their source. They, they can't, can't give up it. the
0: source and uh, – But they the, can't win
1: the lawsuit without giving up their source. Well, it, so they have it even, to just pay the money.
0: Regardless of the – source, I think the source got the information wrong, right? Like I'm imagining this is probably something about Kristen Dawkins – giving Sean Miller $100,000, not the other way around, cuz Dawkins never had anything to do with DeAndre Ayton. I think yeah. that I think that Christian Dawkins wanted Ayton on their like with their agency. So I think that he was offering to pay Sean Miller $100,000 like to try yeah, and steer maybe. him that direction.
1: I don't But what what I'm telling you is is now a whole different spin. Yeah. Why don't if you have a problem with a report that somebody like ESPN wrote, why don't you just sue them?
0: How much do you think Mark Slayball makes? You figure he makes a hundred grand a year.
1: Oh, I don't know, but you don't sue Slayball. Well Well, no, no, no. you you sue you sue ESPN. ESPN.
0: But is Slayball like is like is his job in danger because of this report?
1: Uh if you believe that it was false or it was wrongly reported? Then yeah, probably is. See, I, I wonder. It's if a hell of a thing to do, but I'm telling you, if you really want to stick it to ESPN, you just sue them anyway because you're go- they're going to have to pay you because yeah. they can't give up their source.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It, this is uh, this is an incredibly interesting, interesting so, development. I'm not it's sure. This is
1: a free check.
0: Yeah, that's all it is. That's yeah. all it is. All right. They have, uh, they have to. It, we, we brought up Nate Robinson here. Uh, did you see what happened with him yesterday? No, sir. All right, so Nate Robinson stated on his podcast yesterday, uh, and I'll read the quote. For my three years at Washington, I had a booster offer me $100,000 per year to come back and play football because they needed Nate Robinson back on the football field since we weren't winning, it, or we weren't winning any games. It wasn't exciting. Remember, Nate Robinson played cornerback his first year, his freshman year, and he played basketball and then he stopped playing football and just focused on basketball. He said he never took the money. He never wanted to go back and play and all that. One, do you believe Nate Robinson? And two, is it at all surprising that a Washington booster was going to pay somebody a hundred thousand dollars?
1: I don't know. I kind of, my first thought is absolutely believe the guy and think this, this absolutely happens. Now now I'm starting to have different different conversations and different thought. Um, I listen to Mike Wilbon a lot. Mike Wilbon is a booster and alumni trustee for uh, Northwestern. Okay. And okay. he this this was brought up on the PTI show yesterday, not this, but the idea of boosters paying players this kind of money. And he said I Northwestern is a rich school. And he said, and I've got a lot of rich friends, and not a <laughs> single one of them would pay $100,000 out of their pocket for any kid playing any sport at all. Now, he said, maybe they passed the plate, maybe they get get $100,000, but he said, I know some super wealthy alums that are trustees with me, and none of us are stroking $100,000 checks or coming up with $100,000 payments for any of yeah. this he said maybe that's why northwestern's never never won anything but he said you know it just doesn't happen in their eyes that's made me kind of reconsider what i think and then also we're thinking about this being washington do i think that stuff happens down here in the south where we don't have a lot of pro teams and college football and college basketball is god yeah. Yeah, it doesn't shock me at all.
0: When I can see it happening at USC, I can see it yeah. happening at, you know, Michigan, even Notre Dame, even yep. you know, Ohio State, all these kind of places, right? Where like that is the biggest thing going.
1: How make a big enough difference playing D V on a football team for Washington to to worthy be worthy of a hundred thousand dollars a year. So
0: as a freshman he had two interceptions, and he returned six kicks for an average of 17 yards Nope. per kick.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: I, I don't no. see $100,000 there.
1: So I think Nate Washington is just lying. Yeah, Nate, Nate Robinson.
0: I, Robinson. And I, I'm wondering if maybe he just wanted his name back in the news. Correct.
1: Because he's doing this he Ameri- this, football uh, this football flag going. football. Yeah. To talk about it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that, I think that helps along with the fact that, you know, he's got a podcast like everybody else does now. Um, so I'm sure that, that that, probably helped out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make stuff up. Exactly. All right. Now this was uh, to close out, this was the 200th episode of winning cures everything before we get out of here. Are there any episodes that really stick out in your mind that people need to go back and listen to like it, things that you have really enjoyed with this site?
1: Oh I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, you know, I hate. To it's been a year it. and a half. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. We've done some it's, cool it. stuff, and we've seen, we've talked to some cool people. That's been yes, we have. Uh, put me on the spot. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name any off the top of my head. I
0: need Look, the one. the Tim Brando, Chris Felika.
1: Well, yeah, we've been that up a lot. So that that one was fantastic. Um, those are probably the two most famous that we've had on. We got Dan Dad Walken was great. At the same time.
0: Yeah, Dan Welcome was great. We've had Bruce Lloyd, the attorney for Barney Farrar, on several times, and he's he's helped us through uh, some, uh, you know, trying to figure out some legal stuff within sports. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, I mean, the website took off last year. Uh, Every everything has kind of we're steadily moving forward, right? We are we're getting bigger. Uh, This is two hundred. I expect us to do thousands more. We're we're only doing two a week. Uh, in the off season, we'll do four a week in the uh, in the football season because that's what we focus on is football. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, this has been uh, it's been a fun year and a half. It's been a fun two hundred episodes. Uh, we've had forty two guests on, and several of those were on like the same podcast. So I'd be willing to bet we've done one hundred and seventy five shows where it is just you and I talking sports. And the fact that at one sports is easy. Right? Because we've always got something to talk about. The news is steadily going. um, But also the fact that we we never run out of things to discuss. Right? Like we we always come up with something in here. Uh, We don't always write articles and everything, but that's because the podcast, we can hit it all in one fell swoop. We probably hit on 10 stories today. Yeah. You know, which makes it much more fun than if I was trying to sit and write each one of these. So. So, yeah, um, don't forget, you guys know the drill. Before we get out of here, go to the website, winningcureseverything.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, Hit that review button. Give us a five-star review. Help us out. McKinnon says, congrats on 200, gents. Damn proud of you, fellas. McKinnon, we appreciate that. Uh, Welcome to the team because you you need to be back writing some articles here pretty soon. So... (laughs) We, uh, we got a long way to go, but we are rocking and rolling. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, you're watching on Periscope, YouTube, whatever we end up on, hit that share button. Share us out. Uh, tell all your buddies about us. Chris, we're going to do this again on Monday night. Yes, sir. Yes. See you, Monday. Absolutely. We'll see you guys soon. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash WinningCuresEverything. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at GaryWCE.
1: You can follow me at Chris B Giannini, C H R I S B G I A N N I N I.
0: You can also email the show that's Winning Cures Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899 If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us, Or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
1: have a good one, guys.
0: Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review.